so for our next segment, we have Sister Huishan, uh, who's the Deputy Director of the Tsuji Midwestern Region. Uh, as far as I know, he is the youngest Deputy Director of, the all, of all nine regions in the U.S. So let's give a warm welcome to Sister Huishan. Sister Huishan, are you ready? Yep. Let me hand you the control. Okay. Hello, everyone, and thank you, Brother Jack, for the introduction. Um, dear Master, Masters at the Abode, brothers and sisters, good evening or good morning to some of you. Um, I'm Huishan or Huishan. Thank you, the DAW team, for having me today. And I'm very happy to see a lot of familiar faces, as well as um, new friends that I haven't met before. And thanks for joining us tonight. And like Brother Jack was saying, I'm from the U.S. Midwest region, and I'm currently in Chicago. Um, I'll start by providing a little background about myself. I'm originally from Malaysia, and I came to the United States 15 years ago for college, and I was in um, Michigan. So I went to the University of Michigan for um, both my bachelor's and master's degree. And right now I am in Chicago because of my job. And I moved here about um, nine years ago. Um, and right now I'm a, an environmental engineer at one of the food and beverage container company. And of course, I'm also a Tsuji volunteer. And currently I'm one of the deputy director of the Midwest region um, and mainly supporting in the Midwest region Tsuching, which is Tsuji Collegiate Association advisors, mainly supporting them, as well as providing administrative assistance to our Sibu and working alongside with our Shia who is the CEO of the Midwest region, and Yame Siku, who is our deputy di director of the Midwest region in organizing in organizing disaster relief events or other relief events, which I will elaborate more later. And um, today I'm mainly going to share my story with everyone about you know, how I started in Tsuji and why I'm still on this path. Um, and you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm from Malaysia and Tsuji is very famous, very big in Malaysia, but um, I didn't actually get to know Tsuji until I came to the United States, until I came to school here. And um, which, which I'm very grateful for because at that time during my freshman year, I was at fall tabling event where like a lot of freshmen out there where we were just trying to find a student organization that we would like to join, right? And um, because I came here with a full scholarship, I was really grateful and I want to do something to give back to the community, helping others or doing something to help relieve suffering is, was my passion and it is still my passion, you know? And um, I remember one of the very first event, oops, one of the very first event that um, I was involved in, which is the food gatherers event. It's really a pack 
pack, we pack food for seniors residents at the senior apartment near our campus. And um, at that time, we were partnering with food gatherers. And that's because a lot of the seniors who actually live in this apartment, most of them are immigrants. So they don't speak English or they speak very little English. So they are very happy every time they see us there because a lot of us can, can speak Chinese and can communicate with them. So that make them feel happier, you know, and sometimes they need help with um, translations and whatnot. So um, every every month we would go to this um, uh, senior apartment and later on um, we actually started weekly um, English class, which if I remember correctly, it was initiated by Sister Hui Ying, who's currently in Boston. And um, we also have computer lessons for the seniors there. So that was really, you know, the, the initial um, thing or the initial reason that I joined CG. I really just want to help others, right? And um, later on, when I moved to Chicago for um, my job, that's when I realized that while there are a lot of good opportunities, good organizations out there that we can volunteer with. I think in Tsuji, Tsuji has a very special place in my heart because it's really not just an organization where I volunteer with, but it's also a place where I get to meet my long lost family, my long lost Dharma family. I'm very, very grateful for um, our teaching alumni, our Beth and Edward, Xue Zhang and Xue Jie, who um, took care of us when we were all in Michigan, you know, and they have showered me with a lot of love. And even until today, I'm still getting a lot of love from my Tsuji family and that sense of family that I'm getting because, you know, being abroad without my family, I think it's really incredible. And um, they are definitely my role models. And I want to continue to do the same thing, to share the love with a lot of other people out there. And so, you know, when I moved to Chicago, um, at that time, I, I made a, a, a vow um, when I graduated. I made a vow to find a job where um, there is a Tsuji office nearby because I know I want to continue this path. Um, and I know I want to um, continue to share the love like I mentioned earlier, right? So um, that's how I ended up in Chicago. And in the first few years in Chicago, I was given a lot of opportunities um, by Sugu and Subo in helping with you know, various major events, regional retreats or Tsuching retreats or um, organizing and planning for medical outreach events and disaster relief events. And um, I have a very good tiger mom in Chicago, as you can see in the picture. Um, Yame Suku is my tiger mom. And also she has lived well, you know, they are like my parents in Chicago, my family away from home. And um, they, they have taught me a lot of good values, soft skills. And I'm really thankful for all this because you know these are the skills that I can apply to my daily life, that I can apply in my um, work life or you know, when I interact with my coworkers as well. And um, I, I'm really grateful for you know, their, their dedication as well because they are full-time volunteers in Chicago, but I can see their dedication and love towards 
Tsuji and towards master. I think that's really inspiring. And their selfless devotion and unconditional love for everyone, for all beings. I think those are the things that I've seen by being here with them and something that I can feel wholeheartedly. And of course, you know, in Chicago, we also have a team of young volunteers, as you can see in the in the pictures here, you know, every year we have teaching and teaching alumni retreat where we get to see all of the brothers and sisters in the Midwest region, because I think um, I remember vividly from one of the sharings by brother Joe Huang in December 2020, where he shared the importance of remembering our initial aspirations and how Tsuji is one big family, right? In order to continue our path, it's very important to get the love and support from you know, brothers and sisters by your side. So I think that's something that I get um, in Chicago and that's something that I feel strongly about where um, we all work together, we all work together to continue to pass on and to, to, to pass on this Tsuji's work and also make it everlasting as well. And um, I remember he, he shared something that Master talked about. If we walk by ourselves, like if I walk alone, I might be able to walk really fast. But if I walk with a group of people towards the same goal, then we will be able to stay on this path longer and hopefully for life after life. And when I came to Chicago, um, the scholarship program is the first program that I was involved in. At that time, I was invited to be part of the committee member. So what that involves is really reviewing all of the senior high school seniors applications that we receive and then review them, discuss them with the committee members. It's my first time um, in this scholarship program, but I remember vividly that when I read about a story from one of the applicants, um, I was in shock because there was one student who were, he was going through chemotherapy while trying to finish high school. And the stress that he's getting from, you know, being in the hospitals, being in and out of school and fought really hard to be in school, to finish school and, you know, stress with um, the financial side of things and doctor's appointment and whatnot. At that moment, I think I truly feel that I'm really blessed. As Master always say, we, we need to know our blessings, cherish them, and also continue to sow more blessings as well. And um, there are so many, many true stories throughout this last nine years of being in this scholarship program. Right now, I work with all of our service centers and offices on this scholarship program. So it's still an ongoing program. Um, and we get to meet the students before COVID. <laughs> and last year, we had to do everything online. And so everything was virtual last year. But we, we get to meet them. And we, we would invite them to our office if, you know, if it's safe to do so. Um, as you can see from the pictures in the past, we were able to invite them over to Tsuji. And a lot of the applicants are actually very touched by um, Master's vision. And um, I think, you know, through this program, I it, it really helped me eliminate my afflictions. It really helped me stop me from taking issues over very little things in my life. And I think it's also a constant reminder to be grateful and not take things for granted. 
So in the next few slides, I'm just going to share some pictures of some of the events that I've been involved in, um, like the medical outreach events where we would have this um, at least once a year. And, you know, from a regular volunteer who would just participate in an event to someone who get to shoulder more responsibilities in planning and coordinating and sometimes emceeing, you know, I'm again very grateful grateful for the good affinity that I have with Suji and with Sugu Zibo. And through giving, giving of my time or monetary donations, I feel like I have actually gained. Even though in Suji, we give um, without asking for anything in return, but I've actually gained. But what, what have I gained? I think through interacting with Suji volunteers in Chicago or other states, or through interacting with medical students, you know, um, I think um, I learned how to communicate better. I learned how to think from a different perspective, something that I think Steve mentioned earlier, think from someone else's perspective, you know, through translating for patients um, during the medical outreach events, you know, and through talking and listening to stories from the flood or tornado victims. I think the experiences help me understand the four noble truth, the truth of suffering and the truth of the origin of suffering the truth of cessation of suffering and the truth of path to the cessation of suffering. And, and I'm very grateful, like um, I think Brother Jack was probably sharing with, with uh, during the first breakout session where, you know, when we volunteer, when we volunteer at disaster relief events, we are actually grateful for the opportunity because through seeing how other people suffer, we can be um, grateful for our peaceful life and from there on hopefully we'll be able to make good use of our body by helping others and by relieving the suffering of the other people and really to through all these experiences I'm not only able to reflect upon myself, but also to build trust, to build the trust in Tsuji, the trust in master's teachings and Buddha's teachings, which keep me on this bodhisattva path. Um, as an engineer myself, you know, a lot of time we try to look for proof, we try to look for answers, why we ask a lot of questions. And I think I found my answers, you know, in life. And really it's not only through things that we do, not only through volunteering activities, but also through book study, but also through, you know, master's teachings, which I think are very important. And like masters and Buddha has told us, everyone has a pure and intrinsic loving heart, which is the Buddha's nature, right? And a lot of time, our Buddha's nature or our pure heart is actually overwhelmed by a lot of afflictions or desires, desires for maybe more money, desires for better career, good health, and so on. But Master has taught us to, um, had taught us that, you know, endless cravings or endless desires will actually lead to more suffering. Therefore, it's important to take care of our minds and our hearts and um, to cultivate our wisdom life. Again, I, I want to thank Brother Steve for summarizing the book earlier. I remember he was talking about how we have to constantly wipe um, the mirror of our minds to keep it clean, right? So it's very important. And and last but not least, it's a picture of, oh, let me, 
Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a picture of um, us sharing or reporting to master in April of 2020. And actually, 2009 was when I first went back to Taiwan and met Master for the first time. It was a very brief interaction at that time. I was just, I think I was a junior that year. Um, it was one of the summer. And I remember though, M Master did say a few words to me and another Cixing who went back to Taiwan with me at the same time. And Master said, we have to continue to work and walk on this Tsuji path to do Tsuji work diligently. And in 2017 was the second time um, I had an opportunity to go back to Taiwan with Yamei Sugu and Xie Sibo. And at that time, it was for um, Tsuji USA board meeting where I got to share and had very close interaction with Master. And of course, last year, even though it's a virtual sharing, but the connection I, I appreciate that time that um, I get to spend with Master so closely. And I cherish the affinities with all the brothers and sisters in Tsuji, and especially the affinity that we have in Master in this life. And I think we really need to make it everlasting and continue doing Tsuji work because you know Tsuji is my home. And I think I know for sure that Tsuji Bodhisattva path is the right path for us to continue to walk on. And it is a path that we can trust. And so hopefully we can all walk down this meaningful path together and spread the values and principles of Buddha's teaching. And most importantly, spread the love because, you know, do not, do not underestimate any one of us do not estimate, do not underestimate yourself because sometimes one positive word or one positive phrase could save another person's life and could change his or her life um, to light up or to bright up his or her life. So um, thank you for having me today and um, happy to see everyone again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sister Hoi-san, for sharing. And it's so great to hear from you. I mean, definitely glad to have you walking along with all of us here on the Bodhisattva path. And I know you have a very busy schedule. Like you have a day job, you have a Siji job, which is pretty much like a day job. <laughs> so it, it definitely takes a lot of devotion, a lot of uh, a determination to keep that initial aspiration of serving the community alive. So thank you so much for joining us.